the fifth mansion chapter three of the interior castle this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by anne boulet the interior castle or the mansions by saint teresa of avila translated by the reverend john dalton the fifth mansion chapter three the saint continues the same discourse and speaks likewise of another kind of union let us now return to our little dove and consider some things which god bestows in this state we should always remember that she must endeavor to advance in the service of our lord and in the knowledge of herself for if she receive no more than this grace and become careless in her life as if already secure and turn out of the road which leads to heaven viz the commandments she will become like the worm which comes from a seed in order that other worms may be produced but it remains dead itself for ever i have said it comes from a seed because i am confident that god will not allow so great a favor to be bestowed in vain since the receiver should not be a gainer thereby it may at least profit others as he still possesses these virtues and desires mentioned before as long as he perseveres in them he will always do good to other souls by warming them with his heat and if he should lose it still he continues in the desire that other souls may be benefited and he delights to make known the graces and favors which god bestows on those who love and serve him i know a person who was exactly in this disposition though she was almost lost yet she delighted in being the means of others receiving profit by the favors god had bestowed upon her she also taught the method of prayer to those who were not acquainted with it and she did great good our lord in his mercy afterwards gave her light for in truth she had not as yet experienced the effects mentioned above but how many are there whom god calls to the apostleship as he called judas and to whom he communicates himself how many does he call to a crown like he called saul and who nevertheless afterwards perish through their own fault hence sisters let us draw the conclusion that in order to gain more merit and not to be lost like they were we can have no other security than obedience and a resolution not to transgress the law of god i speak to those on whom he bestows such favors and likewise to all persons it seems to me that after all i have said this mansion yet appears somewhat obscure but since so much is to be gained by entering into it it is good for those on whom god does not bestow supernatural favors not to consider themselves without hope since by our lord's assistance a true union may easily be obtained if we endeavor to procure it by having our will united only with god's will oh how many of us can say this that we desire nothing else and would die for this truth as i think i have already said i now tell you that when this is the case we have obtained this favor of our lord be not anxious about that other sweet union which i spoke about before since whatever is most valuable in that comes from this of which i am now speaking oh what a desirable union is this happy the soul which has obtained it she will live with comfort in this life and none of the evils of this life will trouble her unless it be from some fear of losing god or of seeing him offended neither sickness nor poverty nor the death of any one can disturb her except it be the death of one which god's church might miss 
such a soul sees clearly that our lord knows better what to do than she knows what she desires you must remember that there are pains directly produced by nature and by charity which move us to compassionate our neighbors just as our lord felt when he raised lazarus our being united with god's will does not remove these sorrows though they do not disturb the soul with a restless distressing passion they quickly pass away for as i mentioned when speaking of the delights in prayer they do not reach the interior part of the soul but only the senses and faculties they are felt in the former mansions but not in these latter of which i am now speaking in order then to attain this kind of union what has been said about suspending the faculties is not necessary here for our lord is able to enrich souls in many ways and conduct them to these mansions and not by the short road of which i have already spoken but carefully notice daughters that it is necessary the worm should die and this is the more to your cost for in the union mentioned above the seeing of ourselves in a life so new conduces much in helping you to die but here while living in this world it is necessary we should kill the worm ourselves i acknowledge this will cost us much more labor but it has its reward hence if you gain the victory your recompense will be the greater there is no doubt respecting its being possible if there be a real union with the will of god this is the union which i have desired all my life this it is which i continually beg of our lord for it is the most clear and secure but alas how few of us arrive at it though he who is careful not to offend god and has entered into religion imagines he has done everything oh how many worms remain undiscovered until like that which consumed the plant of jonas they have devoured our virtues by self-love self-esteem rashly judging our neighbors though in small things by want of charity towards others for although we satisfy the obligation being forced thereto of not committing sin yet we are far from doing what is required of us in order to be wholly united with the will of god what do you think daughters is his will that we endeavor to be entirely perfect so as to become one with him and the father as his majesty prayed observe what is wanting to us in order to arrive at perfection i tell you i am now writing with great grief because i see i am so much behind and all through my own fault for this object it is not necessary our lord should caress us with new consolations because it is sufficient that he has given us his son to teach us the way think not that if my father or brother should die the matter consists in conforming myself to god's will in such a way as not to feel their death or if sickness and troubles come then i must bear them cheerfully this disposition is good and sometimes it arises from a certain discretion because as we cannot remedy the matter we make a virtue of necessity how many such like things did the philosophers of old by means of their great wisdom here there are only two duties which our lord requires of us viz the love of god and the love of our neighbor these are the objects we must labor for by observing these laws perfectly we do his will and consequently we shall be united with him but as i have said how far are we from observing these two duties as we ought to do towards so great a god may his majesty grant us grace 
in order that we may deserve to arrive at this state, and this is in our power, if we wish. In my opinion, the surest sign for discovering whether we observe these two duties is the love of our neighbor, since we cannot know whether we love God, though we may have strong proofs of it, but they can be more easily discovered respecting the love of our neighbor. And be assured that the further you advance in that love, the more will you advance in the love of God likewise. For the affection which His Majesty has for us is so great, that as a return for the love we show our neighbor, He will make that love go on increasing which we have for Himself. Of this I have no doubt. It is very important for us diligently to observe how we proceed in this matter. For if we endeavor perfectly to acquire this love of our neighbor, we shall have done everything. Because as our nature is corrupt and evil, unless it come from the root which is the love of God, we shall never perfectly possess the love of our neighbor. Since then, sisters, this love is so necessary for us, let us endeavor to know ourselves in small things, and not take much notice of some very great distractions, which come crowding upon us in the time of prayer, such as what we should wish to do for our neighbors, and even for the salvation of one's soul. And if actions do not follow conformable to these desires, we have no reason to think we shall perform them. I say the same respecting humility, and all other virtues. Great are the wiles of the devil, for he will turn hell upside down a thousand times, in order to make us imagine we possess a virtue, which in reality we do not. And with reason does the devil act in this way. For thus he affects much mischief, because these counterfeit virtues are always attended with some vainglory, coming from such a source. But, on the other hand, those virtues which God gives are free both from pride and vainglory. I am pleased to see certain souls who, when in prayer, seem willing to be despised and publicly insulted for God's sake, yet afterwards they would hide a small defect if they could, or if they have not offended, but yet are accused of something, God deliver us from the clamor they raise. But whoever cannot endure this, let him be careful not to pay any regard to what he has, in his own opinion, determined to do. For it was not in reality any real act of the will, because when it is so, it is quite another thing. But it must have been some imagination, whereby the devil makes his attacks, and lays his snares, especially for women and unlearned persons, because we cannot understand the difference between the faculties and the imagination, and a thousand other interior things. Oh, sisters, how clearly can it be discovered which amongst you has really this love of your neighbor, and which of you has it not in such perfection? If you understood the importance of this virtue, you would not trouble yourself about anything else. When I see souls so very careful about being attentive at their prayers, and about understanding them also, so that it seems they dare not so much as stir or divert their thoughts, lest they should lose the little pleasure and devotion they feel in their prayer. I then clearly discover how little they understand the way by which they may arrive at union, because they suppose all the business consists in this. No, sisters, no, our Lord desires works. If then you see a sister sick, whom you can in any way relieve, never fear you will lose your devotion if you sympathize with her. If she be in pain, grieve with her, and if necessary, fast, that so she may have something to eat, not so much for her sake as because our Lord wishes it. This is true union with His will. 
If you should hear some person praised much, rejoice more at this than if you were praised yourselves, and this indeed is easy, because where there is humility, praise is a torment. But to rejoice when the virtues of the sisters are known is a great matter, and likewise when you discover any defect in them, to feel it as if your own, and to discover it. But on this point I have spoken at length elsewhere, because I see that if we fail herein, we are undone. Our Lord grant this may never happen to you, for if you be not wanting in this, I assure you you will certainly obtain from His Majesty the union mentioned above. But when you find yourselves wanting herein, though you may have devotion and delights, and may fancy you have already attained some little suspension in the prayer of quiet, for some will immediately imagine everything is done. Believe me, you have not arrived at union, and beseech your Lord to give you this perfect love of your neighbor. Let his majesty alone, for he can bestow upon you much more than you can desire, if you force your will to comply with that of the sisters in everything, even though you should lose some of your rights, and if also you should forget your own interest and pleasure, in order to accommodate and please them, however much nature may be opposed to it, and when an opportunity presents itself, if you relieve your neighbor of some trouble, and take it on yourself, think not this will not cost you anything. Consider how dearly the love our spouse had for us cost him. For in order to free us from death, he himself suffered the most painful death of the cross. End of The Fifth Mansion Chapter 3